So anyway, so. All right. So just real quick, let me just. James Garfield, before he became president. Um, I guess I don't really need this. Before he became president, he spoke at the um, centennial celebration of our nation. And he said this. Now more than ever, the people are responsible for the character of this Congress. Who? The people. If that body be ignorant, reckless, and corrupt, meaning the Congress, is because the people tolerate ignorance, recklessness, and corruption. If it be intelligent, brave, and pure, it is because the people demand these high qualities to represent them in the national legislature. And he closed with this. If the next centennial does not find us a great nation, it will be because those who represent the enterprise, the culture, and the morality of the nation do not aid in controlling the political forces. There need to be some repentance across the, the, this land in church after church for, for drinking the Kool-Aid of this fallacy called separation of church and state church and state, that has shut our mouths and we have been removed from the place where God intended for us. Amen? Um, as Dr. Martin Luther King, I read this last week. I also read this as part of my short message opening up the that, that COVID betrayal conference. But the church must be reminded that it is not the master or the servant of the state. Amen? But rather the conscience of the state. It must be the guide and the critic of the state and never its tool. If the church does not recapture its prophetic zeal, it will become an irrelevant social club without moral or spiritual authority. How much we need that. Dietrich Bonhoeffer, um, the one of that uh, Eric Metaxas wrote that very long book, uh, a biography about, says, we are not simply to bandage the wounds of victims beneath the wheels of injustice. We are to drive a spoke into the wheel itself. What do you think of that? He did. He, 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 he did that. He said, the ultimate test of a moral society is the kind of world it leaves to its children. Hezekiah was a king, one of the, one of the greatest kings of the kingdom of Judah in the Old Testament. And there's a story about him where he, um, you know, he'd been a faithful man of God, leading the, the nation, teaching the word of God, sending out Levites to different parts of the, of the kingdom to teach them the word of God, you know, and did a lot of these wonderful things. And then at uh, one time, um, he got really sick and, and God sent the prophet Isaiah to him and say, um, uh, put your house in order because you're not going to recover. And so as I walk, Isaiah leaves and, and Hosea, uh, Hezekiah turns his face to the wall and, and says, God, I've served you so faithfully. You know, why? You know, why? And so God basically t- taps Isaiah on the shoulder and says, go back. Tell him I'll give him 15 more years. And so he does. And, but Isaiah says, and so what sign would you like that this is going to happen? And says, you want the, the, the shadow on the temple steps to move 10 steps ahead or go back 10 steps? And Hezekiah said, well, it's easy to go ahead. Make it go back. And so it did. Well, how many know if the sun goes back in your community, it probably goes back all the way around the world, right? So in a short period of time, 
the, uh, the king of Babylon had sent some of his representatives, number one, to say, Hezekiah, we're so glad you're well. Can you tell us about this sign? Well, the Bible says at that point that God stepped back from, Isaac, from Hezekiah. It's an interesting time. I'm not, in other words, I'm not going to prompt you because God wanted to see what was in Hezekiah's heart. This will preach, right? And so Hezekiah, he's just all excited. You know, man, God did powerful things. I want to tell everybody, look at and And so, but he got like carried away. He began to show them all the wealth of the nation, all the storehouses filled with all the, the, the gold and the silver that they had plundered from the enemies. That was the Lord's storehouse and, and showed them what was n- never intended to be shown. And so after he had done so, as they leave, you can see it, you know. You can see Hezekiah saying, see you guys, thanks for coming. And Isaiah passes, these, these Babylonians are leaving, and you can see Isaiah doing the double. Who are those people? And Hezekiah says, oh, what, what did you show them? I said, Hezekiah, everything I showed them, everything. It's marvelous. And he said, you fool. You know, everything you show them, all of that's going to be taken. And talked about the, the, the pride that, that went into his heart and that. But then the, the prophet said to Hezekiah, all of that to say this. He said, but it's not going to happen in your lifetime. It'll happen among your descendants. And Hezekiah said, good, it's not going to happen in my lifetime. There's too much of a generation right now that's alive that it's just, as long as it doesn't bother me, I'm fine. But we need to be concerned about our children's generation. In fact, I shouldn't even care about what happens in my generation in the sense of what happens to me or my that, that, that we would lay down our life, like Christ laid down his life for us, we would lay down ourselves uh, for a, a, a generation that will know Christ, to be filled with his spirit, walk in the power and the, and the, and the boldness of, of, of the spirit, but also be in a land of liberty. One, one, uh, um, Bill Federer, boy, talk about, you want a, an encyclopedia, a walking encyclopedia, Bill, Bill Federer, not, not to be confused with the tennis player, he said, our number one responsibility is to preach the gospel. Our number two responsibility is to make sure we, we, we protect and defend the freedom to be able to do the first one. Amen? And, um, and so that's really what I believe our role is. So just a few other things. Um, uh, Dietrich Bonhoeffer would, would say this, these quotes. I don't, I don't know which is worse, the words of my enemies or the silence of my friends. He stood up for what was tried, and so many others were afraid to do so. This, the word tacit, about being silent, saying nothing, um, uh, and yet silence is compliance. Amen? To not say anything. The silence, and, and uh, Eric Metax was saying, the silence of the German church is what led to the rise of the Nazis. There were 18,000, he said, 18,000 pastors in Germany at the time. There were 3,000 that aligned themselves with, with Hitler, 3,000 that opposed Hitler, but 12,000 who just kind of kept their head down. I mean, the only reason for that darkness can go forward if the light's turned off, right? The only way that evil can prosper is when good people do nothing, right? 
And uh, likewise, so the silence of the American church today has led to the rise of what we're seeing today. I believe that 100%. Um, and I just, God forgive me for the part that I've played in that. Eric, uh, uh, Dr. Erwin Lutzer, we've had him. We've done two, his, his two latest books, We Will Not Be Silenced and, and No Need to Hide. Uh, former pastor of uh, Moody Church for 36 years and speaker, preacher, all that stuff. But he says, people are crying for direction from the pulpit. And um, and this is the thing that I don't want to have my children have to ask me where were you when they were going after our kids to 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 chemi- chemically sterilize them uh, with these puberty blockers or 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 do these horrendous surgeries on these thirteen year old girls and boys and uh, that ruin them for the rest of their life. The, the, we we need to be stand up. The truth. Well, let me put it this way. In, a, in church, if we get our kids to church, they're in church maybe an hour or two, right? But they go to school, they're like 35 hours a week, right? We've got a poster out there. Don't be surprised your kids are Romans when you keep sending them to Caesar to be educated, right? Something like that. But kids, our kids are learning to love the wrong things because they're out of place that doesn't, doesn't honor God. And um, uh, I would love to be able to have some kind of classical Christian school thing through here. We'll see what the Lord does. But he says the the condition, another speaker, the condition of the the nation is a report card on the church. And that was one of those black pastors I showed you earlier. Um, But um, how many churches and pastors are just bullied into silence? How many are afraid to say anything because you're going to get doxxed, you're going to get labeled, you're going to be all these kind of things. Listen, we we, we can't. Truth, Truth is truth. We think there's a secular world and a sacred world. God has no such thing. It's all his world, right? You know, I mean, stealing is as wrong as in, 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 as a Christian. You don't have to be a Christian to know that stealing is wrong. There's, there's, there's no such thing as, as, sacred, uh, as different kind of truth. All truth is just truth. Um, we think about Memorial Day and Pentecost Sunday. Um, you know, today we, we, we remember the, our honored dead. Amen. And this is not Veterans Day memorially. We, we, we remember those who gave their, uh, as, uh, Abraham's, the, the last full measure of devotion. Um, they died protecting and defending our, the liberty that, that, that we have been given. And of course, John 15, 13, greater has love as no one than this, that he laid down his life for his friends. That's why I don't have a problem with Christians joining the military because our military is not a, is not a, a, a conquering type of, of army. It's a def- defending freedom. And then also at times we go to other places to help them get, get freedom. And what do we do? Look at Germany and Japan and just, just to mention two. They're their own countries. We, we rebuilt them, right? As we, we help them push off the totalitarianism and that kind of stuff. And, and, and freedom, you know, Galatians 5, 1 is for freedom that Christ has set you free. Freedom and liberty is God's idea, not man's. Amen? We should be about all that stuff. So how do we how do we win our freedom? How do we uh, win our liberty? Um, uh, the way, as far as memorial, that we want it really with the Lord, right? It wasn't our weapons and stuff um, that we want our, our initial uh, independence, and then we uh, in World War One, World War Two, etc. The Lord is really with us, but also strategies and weapons. You know, somebody wants to to, to fight for our nation. You don't say, okay, here's your twenty two and Head on out there. There's a time of, of, of training, right? 
boot camp, military combat training, weaponry, and then they're sent out. We have to have these things. We need something more than ourselves. If we're going to fight a battle, should we come to that place? We need more than just, you know, our, our bare hands and our, and our brute strength, right? Uh, if, it, if you have any. Um, so, um, but uh, we need something more. And we, we need the, the, the weapons and, and the, the technology that, that we have available if we're going to win those wars. It's the same thing with, with Pentecost. We're going to engage this. We need that what Jesus said in Acts chapter 1, verse 4. He tells the disciples, wait for the promise that my Father has, has, has given you. In a, you've been uh, in a... Um, he says that in a few days you'll be baptized in the Holy Spirit. And then in verse 8, as they try to say, are you going to set up the kingdom? He says, oh, come on, forget about that right now. But he says, you're going to receive power and you'll be my witnesses um, in Jerusalem, Judea, and Samaria, and beyond. This is, this is what we need today, amen? We, 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 these... We need something more than just what we have in ourselves. We need, I don't, I mean, there are wonderful teachers and preachers and, and very gifted people, but we need something more than personal giftedness. Amen? We need the baptism of the Holy Spirit and, and, and so forth. The Apostle Paul said in 1 Corinthians 4, verse 20, the kingdom of God is not a matter of talk, but of power. It's the same Greek word dunamis there that we get our word dynamite from, and it means supernatural ability. We need the Spirit of God uh, to equip and empower us. Um, uh, in this day. Like also on the day that Jesus rose from the dead, I, I, I referenced this probably last week, but uh, Jesus opened their minds so, th- so that they could understand the Scriptures. We need to know the Word of God. Amen? Uh, you could speak in tongues, but if you don't know the Word of God, <laughs> please, we, we, we need to know the Word of God. That's where our, our wisdom comes from. And, and Hebrews 10.25, don't forsake the meeting together, uh, as as many uh, have been doing in in the days of the writer of Hebrews, and he says, as the days draw draw closer, so we might encourage one another. Uh, I'm I don't it doesn't maybe it sounds self serving, but we need to repent of of how the extent to which uh, those who unnecessarily have forsaken the assembling of themselves together with other believers. We sang that song, make uh, make room. It's time we make room. For the fellowship of God's people, if our if our work schedule is is is, is not working, and, and that happens, say God, how can we how can we do this, or, or how else can I get fellowship? I understand that. I mean, but we need each other. That's just all there is to it. Amen. In whatever way we can. And so how do we engage this battle? Also, the, the idea of uh, Ephesians 6.10, finally be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. The word strong is, is a, the root word dunamis is in there, about being empowered. Be empowered in the Lord and in the strength, in the dominion of his, or force of his might. In other words, the superior strength of his, his might. Um, and that that is what we would be. Um, C.S. Lewis said, if you look for truth, you may find comfort in the end. If you look for comfort, you will not get either comfort or truth, only soft soap and wishful thinking to begin and in the end despair. How many want truth, right? Um, and um, uh, this the whole thing, they, they made a point of this. And I just end with this. Um, this is about coming the the... the, the, the those who are coming, you know, the one who conquers will have this heritage to be with God and so forth. But the, the, the first one listed as far as the people who are cast into the lake of fire 
are the cowardly. God, uh, help us. I don't want to be. I don't want to be in that crowd. Give us boldness, Amen. Apostle Paul said, "I'm not ashamed of the gospel because it's the power of God for the salvation of everyone. We have nothing to be ashamed of, Amen. And the righteous we will live by faith. Um, we'll do our part." That Pentecost Sunday is about we need the boldness of the Holy Spirit. We need something more than just a political rally to rile us up. We need the fullness of the Spirit of God. Amen? It goes so much beyond just, just some kind of political campaign or, 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 or that. But we need the Spirit of God to move on us. And the good thing we can know in Acts chapter 2 uh, is that what happened on the day of Pentecost, Peter himself said, this promise is for you and for your children and for all who are far off, everyone whom the Lord, uh, our God, calls to himself. We have nothing to fear, nothing to apologize for, nothing to run from. The good news and the spirit, the baptism of the Holy Spirit is in the word of God. You put those together and that transforms lives and transforms nations. Amen. Um, uh, the, the enemy, uh, Bible says that the devil roams around this world um, roaring like a, a, a roaring lion, but he is not a roaring lion. Uh, we serve the Lion of Judah. Amen? And uh, just as darkness always submits to light, because darkness is just the absence of light, therefore, likewise, uh, evil, the, the, the lie of the enemy, will submits to the truth and the presence and power of God every time he shows up in his might. And the thing is, he wants to use you and I for that. Amen? He wants to empower you, not just some celebrity here or some... Special pastor there. We've had enough. I've had enough of the celebrity stuff. How about you? You're running after this person and that. How about if you get in the word yourself and encounter God yourself? Let the spirit of God fill you. What what does he want to do with you? Powerful things. I know he does. And so um, I can't we kind of gone on here. But let me stand uh, real quick and and let's. um, Can we. Um. Does any of this resonate with anybody? Then let's uh, maybe some music. Can we just? um, I don't know if you would. You like to just join me up here, and we'll just close and just around here, asking God to just fill us, and He would move with power. If you if you haven't got had a. Uh, you want to be filled with the Holy Spirit. He could do that right here if you haven't spoken in tongues, but you'd like to or whatever. But, but the, the main thing is that it, we're, not, we're not here seeking tongues. We're seeking the presence and the power of God. Amen? We want God by His Spirit to fill us and to move upon us. Uh, and that we might have the boldness that we see happen in, in, uh, from the, in the believers. They were hiding behind locked doors until the day of Pentecost, and all of a sudden they're out in the temple courts proclaiming the very name of the one that they were afraid to even mention just moments before. We need that. Amen? Anybody else? Just come, let's just, let's just come together up here. And look. Father, we just come to you right now in Jesus' name. Would you lift your hands? And I, oh Lord, we um, all, we just recognize we just need you, Lord God. There's not, not one of us who's been unable to uh, recognize our shortcomings. My goodness, we don't. We've done nothing to deserve you to pour your Spirit out upon us. We could never do that. 
But Father, we, we're looking, we're living in a world right now where, 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 where darkness is, is called light, uh, evil is called good, and, and, and the enemy is, is destroying the lives of our children and our loved ones. And Father, we're not here with a political campaign. We're not here with any kind of um, uh, agenda of any kind. We just says, God, we're just saying here right now, Father, would you fill us with your Holy Spirit and power as, as you promised your disciples and as was promised to everyone afterwards whom the Lord will call. And we're, we're called by you, Father. We're asking you, God, for a fresh infilling of your Holy Spirit. We're asking you, God, to move upon us, Lord Jesus. In, 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 a, in your great and marvelous way, Lord Jesus, that you might be glorified, you might be, be, be exalted in this place, that Jesus might be, be, be lifted up, that his name might be revered by, by even, even the ungodly because they see the manifestation of the power of God because our, you're, the kingdom of God is not a matter of talk. We've made it such a matter of talk. It's a matter of power. So Holy Spirit, come. Empower us. Empower your church. Move upon us, Lord. Come on, just lift your voice. Just ask him, Lord. Jesus, hear us, Lord, this morning. Hear us this morning, Lord. Hallelujah. If you pray in tongues, go ahead. Just, just start praying in tongues. If you don't, just, just call upon him. Lord, we just worship you, Lord. We just call upon your name. It's you we want. As we sang about it earlier, we're not looking for blessings. We're not looking for you to give us something. We, we, we just want you. We need you, Lord, in this hour, Lord. Your church, we need you, Lord God. Come and hear us, Lord. Fill us. Baptize us. Empower us. Make us bold, Lord. I pray that every ounce, every every thing of fear that comes from the lies we believe, I pray that those would die out right now in Jesus' name. Yes, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Maybe that maybe maybe the Lord's putting on your heart are there lies you've believed? Lies about yourself. You have a right, John one twelve, you have the right to become a child of God. Doesn't matter what you've done, where you've been. You have a right to be to be a child of God. And God has said, "You are a child of God. You are loved." And the stuff that's happened, I, I, maybe, maybe there's some of us right now, right where you're at. You need to just there's something that there's people have hurt you or things of the past that. You just need to ask God to forgive you, and you just need to forgive them, whatever it might be, just to let go of that right now. And Jesus, ask God to help you. Come on, let's do that. Just, Lord, help us for those things that want to keep creeping back in our mind. Well, we just let go of those things, Lord Jesus. And be glorified, God. Be glorified and fill us, Lord. Empower us as your church, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. And have mercy on our nation, Lord. Have mercy on this nation, Lord Jesus. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. God, we just thank you. We bless your name. We bless your name. We bless your name. 
Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. If is anybody you want specific prayer for anything, can you just come over here to my wife? Uh, I'm going to close in prayer for those who need to go. But if you would like prayer, uh, my wife's right here, and uh, we'd be glad to pray with you. And so even as I pray, if you if you would like prayer, just come even as I begin to pray. And then um, then uh, those who need to go, you can go. Father, we, we thank you. Father, we, we don't want just to be stirred for a moment. Uh, Father God, would you move in our hearts in a way that takes us beyond the parking lot? you, Father, might be, be uh, filled. I, I pray for a stirring and a filling, Lord, to happen. I pray for the Word of God to come alive to some where, where it's, it's gotten kind of dry, Lord Jesus. I pray that the Spirit of God might fill and anoint, Lord, in Jesus' name. You would, you would come in your glory and your power, Lord Jesus, that, that not just a one-day thing, but, God, that you would, be, would move across this area, Lord God, across this region. And pour out your spirit, Lord God. Awaken the lost, Lord Jesus. And, and, and revive your church, Lord Jesus. And, and, and ransom uh, us all, Lord God. And rescue our children, Lord God, who are in the, who are in the crosshairs. In Jesus' name.